If you love baseball, I don't have to tell you this. A game seven is so great. So great. Like every game in the series, one of the teams and the away team blew things open in the late middle innings and, and there was no real comeback charge mounted. Uh, I, you know, if it had been one to one going into the ninth, oh, I'm telling you what, but you know. Seven-game series are great. That's one of the beautiful things about baseball, though, with no impending clock that you're counting down towards. There's yeah. always the, we just got to keep getting outs, because if they get a, a hit and a rally and all of a oh, sudden yeah. it's a close game, yeah. with, without the clock there, it provides a very unique viewing experience. And I have seen seven, eight runs scored with two outs. Yeah. Empty bases. And that actually, I've been on the baseball field when this happened. And that third out just becomes an impossibility. It becomes like splitting the atom. You can't even figure out how to get started on doing it. Um, but that just didn't happen. Nonetheless, congratulations to the rented millionaires of the swamp for beating the rented millionaires of Houston and triumphing to win the World Series. You don't think it's a World Series because it's the American Championship? Bring it, Korea. Bring it, Japan. Please. Thank you, Michael. Hey, the look, everybody. I've walked in. It's the co-host, Jack. Absolutely. Speaking of the World Series, before I get to first of all, I want you to call Folgers. Okay. Tell them they got to crank up their facilities. Just fire them up? I'm going to drink all their coffee today. Probably ought to per- alert the Peruvian embassy. Yeah. I'm just planting more coffee just to be ready. I was at the ER for quite a number of hours last night. I'll talk about that later. But on the World Series, I was thinking that the thing that I found the most annoying was the Constant reference to a team that hasn't won since, and they show black and white photos from 1915 or whatever. I know. Who is that for? Unless you're a 130 year old fan, right? I just who's that for? The 22 year old player who was drafted by the Cubs, then traded to the Giants, then ended up in an Astro, right? And will be gone in two years. Doesn't care about the history of the that particular name coming and going over the last right. century and a half. Who is that for? Well, the the fans. They're generally savvy enough to pay tribute to the long-suffering fans and so glad we could bring them a championship. But, yeah, but uh, like I said, you got to be 130 to be long-suffering. You might be a couple of decades worth of long-suffering. Oh, yeah. yeah. Th- whatever happened in 1912, I always thought that was weird with the Cubs and the Red Sox and everybody. Right, it's just right. anything well, that happened 50 years before I was born, win or lose, doesn't right. really have that much effect on my emotions. Well, the, the part that I find amusing is the idea that a franchise is a thing even as it moves from city to city and era to era, mm-hmm. some rich guy has a piece of paper that says you can have a team in Major League Baseball. And so he has a team for a while, and it's in D.C. Then he moves it and changes the name, maybe sells it to a different rich guy. It's in Montreal for a, a cup of uh, Molson. <laughs> and then a few decades later, it moves to D.C. As if, you know, the fans have been following that piece of paper. Mm. It's like... Colts, Baltimore Colts fans who became hardcore Browns fans when that team left in the middle of the night infamously. Who would do that? Nobody would do that. But anyway, <laughs> it was a, it was a great series. Every home team game lost. It's insane. It's so unprecedented. In, so in the future, you don't want the home field advantage. Absolutely not. I'd refuse to go home. Mm-hmm. I'd just stay at the visiting stadium and say, I'm playing here. <laughs> Can you do that? Is that a thing? Are they all unhappy in their home lives? Is that what you can only assume about all the players? They don't want to be around their wives and kids? I just think it's it's the way the cookie crumbled. But I have heard it said that uh, NFL teams in particular, when you're at home, 
you got the wife and the kids or the girlfriend and the cousins who've come into town and been old high school buddies hitting you up for tickets and the rest of it. And it's just you got to shut it out. Whereas if you're on the road, you put in your earplugs, you're in a hotel room, you get a little rest and, and you can focus. Uh, I, I doubt that's, you know, uh, the factor because in years past, in like 110 years past in baseball, the home team has, has won more. I've heard some theories posited that with the the new modern super arenas with the emphasis on luxury boxes and and multi uh you also need to be able to host a U2 concert in addition to your sports game. Yeah. Uh that it has if not eliminated certainly reduced a lot of what made home field advantage home field advantage in terms of loud close to the action crowd sizes things like that. I don't know if that holds true in baseball I don't know. as Houston, well. The but... stadium was insanely loud last night yeah. or it seemed to be. But... Yeah, I've always thought that was interesting in sports too. I guess as the player you're supposed to not be nervous. It's it's crazy loud, but you're not supposed to be nervous because they're cheering to rattle the pitcher, not you. As opposed to if you're at the other stadium, it's exactly as loud, but you know they're trying to rattle you and not the pitcher. Right. Because <laughs> it's just, it's just you know. I think to really be effective as the 10th man, to, to paraphrase the expression of the role of the crowd, um, I think you would have to have a particular chant. Because it's just as loud for the pitcher and the hitter is my well, point. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and your adrenaline's flowing mm-hmm. and all. That's why, Jack, I think this is a brilliant idea. You have to have a particular chant that a significant amount of the time the fans charge out of the stands and 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 assault the opposing players, perhaps even beat them to death. That way, when that chant started, the hitter would think, oh, my God, am I about to be torn limb from limb like a South American soccer game? Now, that would be a home field advantage. That would be controversial, granted. And the other the other interesting thing that we've always talked about with sports is how some sports are loud and some are quiet, even though they require the same amount of concentration. The guy about to throw a ball 100 miles an hour within a quarter inch of, you know, a certain spot, and yeah. then the batter trying to make in one one-thousandth of a second a decision right. is under the same pressure as somebody serving in the U.S. Open in a tennis match. Sure. But that person or, tosses or the ball. Or trying to hit a seven iron next to the pin in the, you know, the U.S. Open golf. But that tennis guy tosses the ball in the air and hears a camera shutter click. What? 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 I can't play? <laughs> Come what? on. Right. How am I supposed to concentrate? And the ushers drag you out. I'm sorry. You need to uh, leave now. Baseball right. game, same pressure, same level of you know intricacy and everything like that. You got women flashing their boobs and people <laughs> screaming things. Who needs a hot dog? I mean, right, just yeah. nonstop cacophony. I've always liked the gentlemanliness and gentlewomanliness of golf. It's a throwback to a more polite era, um, but it's eroding because now every shot, every guy hits, get in the hole or. Bubba Booey, or somebody screams <laughs> something idiotic, and and drunk fans have started to ride golfers about their ex girlfriends or them being fat or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, and and their they girlfriends still... being fat or the golfer being fat depends who's fat. Okay. Very few golfers' ex girlfriends are fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably, trust me, they do yeah, okay. You're um, probably right. Not, about not that, that it, not that a zoftig woman can't be a delightful and and soul nourishing companion. Anyway. Um, I I, I kind of hate to see it because again, it's a throwback to to a more polite time. Mm. But yeah, they still drag you out. A golfer can have you removed for being verbally abusive, which is a hilarious notion 
when you're talking about you know a baseball crowd or or any but if you're an NBA sports. player, you're supposed to let them scream all kinds of horrifying things at right. you from three feet away right. and just ignore them. Can you imagine hockey crowds? People being dragged out for being verbally abusive. I, think that's I got they, 50 bucks on the crowd in that one. Yeah. One yeah. more kind of non-sports sports thing is uh, Sean and I were talking about this yesterday. World Series, seven-game World Series, pretty exciting stuff. When I was a kid, I would have watched every game. I watched a whole bunch of World Series when I didn't have a team that I was rooting for. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't. Uh, I lived in the middle of the country. I wasn't into the A's or the Cincinnati Reds or any of the teams that were powerful back in the day. But everybody watched the World Series. My son didn't even know the World Series was on. Neither did any of his friends. Wow. And, you know, wow. I, I, that's a small sample size, but that would have been unthinkable for the boys in my class. And that's a problem for the sport of baseball. It absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch as a kid that much because I preferred to play. Um, and, you know, you only have a certain amount of free time, but I was absolutely aware of it and the teams and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it, well, things change. It, it makes me sad because I've always loved baseball so much, but. It's pretty you know, slow I don't get paced. to dictate what uh, youngsters like. It's pretty slow paced compared to a video is. game or SpongeBob SquarePants or anything else that zip zap zow. Yeah, so yeah. fast all the time. Yep, absolutely true. Mm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about being in the emergency room just because it's always a, a glimpse into our healthcare system, uh, which, it, from what I read, is one of the top uh, priorities of uh, of voters in every election. Oh yeah, absolutely true. Is is everybody all right, or at least? Oh no, everybody. Yeah, so? I should I should jump to that. Yeah. Every, everything is fine. Well, appears to be fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, uh, pretty slow night at the old ER, though. Nothing exciting happened. I, I, was, I was driving to the ER, thinking, "What am I going to see? What, what sort of what sort of bleeding, broken bones sticking out, screaming, no, wailing? No railroad spikes in feet, sort <laughs> right. of thing. And I guess because it wasn't a weekend, I didn't see anything." No junkies and a disturbing no. shade of blue right into the back or anything. Or really sick kids, which is always hard to see, yeah. um, waiting and waiting. <sighs> um, there was a big guy with his hand on his chest walking in as we left. I thought, okay, good luck with that, dude. Oh, like as in my chest doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. All right. He's probably in the right spot, but, you know, he yeah. could have eaten a, a full Papa John's pizza and ended up in the same spot based on mm. my experience. Yeah. Yeah. So are you dressed as the Unabomber for Halloween, or are you just cold? Um, Jack has his hoodie on, the hood up. I'm cold and ungodly tired. I actually got in my car to come to work and uh, thought, i got to sleep for like 10 minutes or I'm going to crash, and I fell asleep for a half an hour. Yeah, it was I was, whether I was, that was the case. I was worried about uh, a wrecking. So yeah. I walked out to my car like this. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Hunting for the door handle. Exactly. Trying Not to figure good. Out. Not good. That's right. The coppers will tell you to pull over, take a rest, refresh. So, except every time I do that, they knock on my window and say, what are you doing here? Take a nap. That happened to me not long ago. I'm sleeping like you um, suggest in the commercials. So is that live Nancy Pelosi speaking right now ahead of the impeachment vote? It says live up there on the TV, but they're always claiming things are live. Um, That's Nancy Pelosi? I thought that was just uh, some gal in a ghoul costume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, somebody's dressed as a scary witch. Oh, no. That's the Speaker of the House. Really unkind. (laughs) Yeah, that was unfair. Unfair. The mummy strikes. Any headlines from that, we'll definitely bring to you. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
I'm going to try to use some self-discipline here and not go off on a tangent about impeachment because uh, there'll be plenty of time for that. Lord knows today, tomorrow, and maybe for the next six months. The big but, historic vote being held today, Jack. Uh, but so um, Nancy Pelosi just gave a speech and then uh, just checking out the Twitter. Oh, uh, Marshall's going to have some of the highlights. So she gave a speech uh, ahead of a whole bunch of other people going out and speaking about the whole impeachment thing. And we will bring you highlights throughout the show. But so I went on the Twitter to try to get the gist of what was being said. And I got uh, Nancy Pelosi trying to overturn, overturn an election. Then I got a Republican still whining about the process. And I thought, OK, I just I can't engage in this. Right. But um, but somebody said, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Those of us who are old enough and lived through the Clinton impeachment are pretty amused by the notion that, by this standard, that was a model of cool probity, fairness, and dignity. Yeah. Yeah, because at the time, it was, this is just a train wreck. I mean, is this what democracy's become? And now right. now it seems like, wow, that's that's a whole bunch of statesmen getting together and doing the proper way. Right. On both right. sides. What does that mean? There's got to be a greater meaning. You got golf crowds doing things golf crowds never did before, and just mean and out of control and rude, or, or just, you know, maybe sportsy, but it never happened before. You've got what used to be the standard of uh, out of control partisanship as now the standard of, well, what that guy said, probity, dignity, et cetera. So you think it fits in with the whole, your kids are much, much more likely to hear F-bombs in public now than they used to? You think it fits in with that? Yeah, coarseness, uh, less devotion to duty, sacrifice, and community, and much more uh, self-centeredness as a culture. I just think it's interesting. Hmm. It's And it's moving kind of swiftly. I now know what I think is going to be the key moment, but uh, I'll talk about that later because I just am not going to get sucked into it. Okay. Um, Self-control. So uh, last night my, my son was up at, at like 1 a.m. and uh, he had a, a medical infusion earlier in the week for a couple of days. So he's got all kinds of drugs coursing through his body and some of them are keeping him awake apparently. And he was up at 1 o'clock in the morning and he can't be left alone. So I was up with him uh, starting at 1 o'clock in the morning. And then he started complaining that he's having trouble breathing. And his face was really red. Oh, boy. And um, and I was trying to determine how serious it was, because m- maybe some of you uh, are willing to go to the ER uh, whenever. And, and I know some people who never go, and but, you know, drawing the line in there. Because it's, it's an all-day sucker if you ever decide to pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. And when it turns out to be a nothing, it's, it's always a, was this good for me, for them? For our uh, for our wallet because it's really expensive. Right. You know, was this what, what was the upside here? But it it it, it kept going uh, and it kept he kept feeling like it was harder to breathe. And then he finally said, "I think I need, I should go to the doctor." And for him to say that because he's so scared of the doctor and needles, I thought, "Okay, let's, we should go." Anyway, so like three a.m., we uh, loaded up and headed to the ER. And as like I said, I had no idea what would be awaiting me. There's hardly anybody there. It was nice. Mm. I walked in there. And I said to the security guard, and I said, man, it's quiet here at the ER. And I said, don't use the Q word. Never use the Q word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Wow. So that is the whole, wow, traffic's great today, honey. <laughs> yeah, just don't say that. <laughs> yeah. My wife's one of those people that, you know, shh, if I ever point something, I was like, and I always say, I don't believe I have the ability to affect the outcome of things. Yes. Well, by rooting for them or against them. I just don't. Yes. Well, a raindrop never blames itself for the flood, Jack. <laughs> or something. <laughs> or something. You're really good with those kinds of sayings. Was I, that a haiku? <laughs> that's an interesting skill. <laughs> I wish I could monetize it. 
But anyway, my only point here is that it turned out they uh, his 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 oxygen saturation level was fine, and uh, they did an X-ray, and there's nothing as long as okay, but same things seem to be fine. Yeah. But anyway, but but. Every time I go to the ER, but every time I go to the doctor, period, it seems like a, a, there's another layer of paperwork that they've added. Yes. Like another yes. set of forms that have to be signed either before or afterwards or in the middle or something every single time. Yeah. All the individual people I dealt with, with great. That's not, no complaint about that, but just, and we know this is true. Studies show, we've talked to doctors ourselves. Everybody in the medical field complains about the bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. It's driving doctors and nurses out of the business. Correct. Um, by the droves. So it's, it's not just my imagination, but it's interesting. And there was a whole nother level of paperwork. Like, what? We're waiting again for more paperwork? And what is this going to be for? And now right. you're signing yet more releases and more, I understood what I was told. So it's all <laughs> litigation, lawyer, right. liability crap. Right. It's uh, hmm. I, and and do you think that's going to get better when the government takes it over or worse would be my question. Well, I, you probably just won't have any rights at all. I think it's probably tied into our previous discussion. There's less personal responsibility, so there's got to be more official regulation. But you know, it's Could kind be. of a philosophical. A positive Sean probably has a saying about that. But uh, Nancy has been speaking, <laughs> and Marshall's got some headlines. 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 And Getty. Headlines. So the House of Representatives <laughs> is doing something impeachmenty. Sorry, I just saw the picture, the Photoshop picture. Biden sniffing the canine soldier dog's neck. Some people call it a canine. I call it a dog. That's very funny. <laughs> it's Biden snuck up behind the hero dog and sniffed its hair. Rubbed its shoulders for a little bit. <laughs> wow. Funny. Not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, she's rallying the forces. Spe- <laughs> Speaker Nancy Pelosi is asking all Democratic lawmakers to come to the House floor as a show of solidarity for the impeachment inquiry resolution. Let us honor our oath of office. Let us defend our democracy. Let us have a good vote today and have clarity, clarity as to how we proceed, why we proceed, and again, doing so in a way that honors the Constitution. We must honor the Constitution and how we do this. We must respect the institution we serve. And we must heed the further words of our founders, e pluribusunum from any one. We uh, were almost into Alice Sharpton territory there for a minute. And I was reading the transcript. Why did she say, and your little dog, too? How, how does that factor in? <laughs> oh, um, uh, so I heard an analyst say the only thing she's been doing all along and what she's continuing to do today is to try to protect those 30 members, those 30 Democrats that won in districts where Trump won mm-hmm. and not put them in a position where they have to take a black and white vote on impeaching Trump. She's just trying to drag her feet on that and have something that they can at least claim, no, no, I voted for investigating uh, to see if anything. I didn't invest. You know, I'm not. A, she doesn't want them to be clearly for impeachment because they're in a district where somebody, a Republican, will run against them. Right. Where Trump won and say that all day long. And, oh, oh. and she might lose her, her speakership over that. And or they can't be ahead of their district. They cannot vote to impeach Trump. Before their district polling shows that, yeah, we're with you. 
Man, it's interesting. Because even if, even if the district gets there later, they'll still be seen as, you know, disloyal or, or whatever, or it, liberals. It's interesting that she continues to ride Schiff as the face of this thing. Oh, when his polling is terrible. Nancy Pelosi and, is riding Schiff's face? Is that exactly? He's in the low 20s approval-wise in this country. You'd think you'd want somebody more popular... She's like up around 40% even. I mean, just get most of your own party. I just think, though, people like Nancy Pelosi, one of the few things that I can say positive about her is that I think she really respects the traditions of the House. In the same way senators, most senators have been really protective of the traditions of the Senate. And she, and there are rules about who's the chairman of what committee. I think some of the rules are pretty dumb, honestly, but... She doesn't want to be the person who just chucks out the rules for momentary political gain, which, again, I think is worthy of respect. So, On the other uh, hand, Schiff is a piece of garbage. So eventually... Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. That, too. So eventually she'll pass something, she'll give it to one of her flying monkeys, and they'll take it over to the Senate? Is that what happened? That is what the Constitution dictates, yes. Mm. Check it in on the fire lines right now, and crews are getting a handle this morning on California's biggest fires. The massive Kincaid fire in uh, Sonoma County has damaged or destroyed more than 300 structures. About half of those are homes. They have got the Kincaid fire about 50% contained. The fire is not growing as rapidly as it had been. And in Simi Valley, the Easy Fire came within yards of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. The crews were able to protect it, but 30,000 people remain evacuated there. In other news, we have got the new Forbes Top Earning Dead Celebrities list. That this is... list comes out every other week. Oh, no, no. This is for all of 2019, okay. just released today. <laughs> All right, we've got the top five for you. So here's the top five top-earning dead celebs. Number five, it is none other than Bob Marley with $20 million. Consistent earner. Arnold Palmer. All the the pot fiends buying his uh, stuff. Is that what's going on there? Fans of the reggae, yes. He's come out with some some branded uh, marijuanas. and uh, I I could see why that would be popular. (laughs) In fourth place, you've got... It's on brand. Yes, yes, very much so. (laughs) Excellent analysis. In fourth place, you've got none other than Arnold Palmer with $30 million. Now, that's amazing. I mean, he was that when I was a kid, but the yeah. fact that he's still that, most people don't remember, know who he is, but does, he's still... Is he getting a royalty on half iced tea, half lemonade? I think I think there's a company that officially sells yes. Arnold Palmer oh, yeah, things the, in those 24-ounce can. cans, yeah. Yeah, and he must get some sort of cut from that. Right. Yeah. In, and those are... I love Arnold Palmer's. When I go out to, to eat at restaurants, that's yeah. usually what I order, because I'm a child. You ever had a, a John Daly? Oh, that's the <laughs> same thing with vodka in it. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Do you get that with your tater tots? <laughs> yes. Third top and earning chicken strips. Third top earning dead celebrity, none other the one and only Charles Schultz with thirty-eight million dollars. Good grief! Second place goes to Elvis Presley, the King. Thirty-nine million dollars and I'm dead. Um, how long will that last? It's gone on for a long time. Is that, time. Is that Graceland is it just tourism stuff, or is there? So well, there's I went, that. Yeah, I, I went to Graceland yeah. right before my son was born. So about ten years ago. Yep. I went to Graceland, and it happened to be during birthday or death anniversary, one of these celebrations. 
And it was insane. The The street was closed down. There were gazillions of people there. I mean, it's, it was still 10 years ago. Right. A giant thing. Yeah. I don't know if it is still now, but... Well, we're rapidly moving into a time where no one will have seen him perform live. Sure. Uh, or while he was alive. And the number of weirdos who indoctrinate their children into that whole thing has got to be shrinking. I didn't get a sense that it had much to do with the music. I don't even know what Elvis mania is. Hmm. It's something else. Hmm. That's disturbing. Yeah. And <laughs> the... I, I mean, he was... He, he was... Uh, a drug-addicted truck driver who was a hell of an entertainer, but nuts at the end. He was also a black belt and a drug czar. I don't right. think he really was. Right. He was a man who suffered from terrible constipation, apparently. And I'm not sure how... <laughs> really a, the worst kind. I'm not sure how a cult rises up around that. Huh? And your top-earning dead celebrity for 2019, none other than... Alex Baldwin. Michael Jackson. Sixty million dollars. Yes. It. It's an honor. I mean, obviously. Yeah, canceled, so, Jacko. Go it, away. Is his music still no, being played? I'm not. <laughs> On the kind of radio station that plays that kind of music, do they still play Michael Jackson music? I remember there was a thing shortly after that movie came out. A whole bunch of radio stations said we're not playing it anymore. But did that stick? I don't know. We got kind of an old school hippity hoppity funk uh, R and B station in a building. Go ask them if they play Jacko. I'm curious. And if, and if stations aren't playing Michael Jackson, what's he making his money off of? Mm. You don't make you don't make money if you're trying on uh, people listening. Uh, on somebody Spotify. renting out the chimp. Las Vegas. There, there was a Las Vegas show chimp right. going on. Chimp rentals. And, yeah, and there no, and, and there been a they lot. Don't want to give me credit for anything. I know, I'm Jack. Go quiet. All right, the world of sport. The Nationals pull off a historic World Series uh, win last night with great pitching and hot bats. Swing a line drive, slice down the right field line toward the corner. Springer back, looking up, and this one is gone. It hits the foul pole, and the Nationals lead. Howie Kendrick has done it again. Nationals World Series champions beating the Astros 6-2 to two in Game 7. If it's the foul pole and the ball hits it, it should be foul. That should be called a fair pole, or that ball should be <laughs> out of play. It is a fair pole. Yep. It's impossible to argue with that. Clank. Fair ball. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'll be doing my bit on hot water heaters later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... No Jacko on the old school uh, R&B station. They don't, huh? No Jacko. So then what are they making their money off of? Buh. Somebody's got to be playing the music. Um, Do they sell as a state recently? Would that be... Uh, you know, that might be worth several million dollars, but, but not, not all not of, enough yeah, to be yeah. number one. It's got to just Streaming? be some pre-existing royalty contracts of some sort that haven't expired yet. The, the Forbes says thanks to his catalog as well as a Las Vegas show and more. Is this, uh, Does he still have the Beatles catalog? Or did he sell that back? Uh, some of it. I think he retained part of it or his estate has part yeah. of it. Um, but, uh, you know, the honest truth is, I'm sure there's a tremendous amount of streaming downloading going on. The number of people who worry about m- moral issues as they're taking in entertainment is it's very few. I mean, the the unwashed masses go to the mall, go to the rough side of town, look around. Those people don't care. I mean, the arbiters of taste in America act like they care or, or I actually care. But I think the vast majority of people are f- just fine with it. 
So we have another edition of uh, the Hick Theater or whatever. Oh, Colorful Hick Theater. Yeah, it's an Armstrong and Getty classic. This is a new one. I haven't heard it. I hear it's strong. Um, uh, positive, Sean. Is it uh, Bigfoot spotting guy strong? Is it? Well, let's just. Why don't we go in with an open mind? Yeah, let's. I don't want to spoil anybody's expectations or put my thumbs on the scale in any way. I will just present it. It's like that witch said on TV about the impeachment inquiry. That, that it's was got Nancy to be, Pelosi. Oh, I'm sorry. It's got to be dignified, and, and everybody must have an open mind. Yes. Cool. That's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. I took that bed and hit him upside a pie. He said, oh. He was in his drawers. He didn't have no shoes on, no shirt, or nothing. A burglar and his boxers picked the wrong person to mess with. 65-year-old Clarice Ganey did not care that the man outside her apartment weighed around 300 pounds. Ganey says he was pulling on the door handle of her car and trying to break in. So she grabbed her bat, went outside, and hit him in the head with it. When police found Antonio Mosley, they said he had cocaine in his pocket and some bumps on his head. They took him back to Ganey to identify. I said, that's him right there. They said, Miss Ganey, he got a big knot on his head. He better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here, because I was going, fire! <laughs> Mosley is facing charges of burglary and drug possession. Kapuya, kapuya, gal wants to talk to her. This, they want to go out for drinks. This here's my gun right here, and I assume she's holding up her bat. Yeah. Paya. Paya. That I, must be a regional translation of kapuya. Well, <laughs> speaking of regional translations, that first part she said was all. Uh, what was that language? Can we hear that first part again about I the? I took that bed and hit him upside a paya. He's out. If he better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here, because I'm going, paya! <laughs> Indeed. But, but at the very beginning of the report, she talked about him being in his, with no shoes. I mean, what was that all at the very, very beginning? I took that bed and hit him upside a paya! He said, oh! He was in his drawers. He didn't have no his shoes on, drawers. no his, shirt, yeah. or nothing. Yeah, drawers, drawers. <clears throat> so you're standing there in his uh, underwear. I'm, I'm yeah. guessing we're uh, we're in the bayou or uh, New Orleans area or something like 300 that. 300 pounds standing in his underwear. Oh yeah, head full of cocaine. Paya. Trying to get in her car. That ain't happening. Paya. Paya. Capuya. I love Florida. the spirit of this woman. Is she a little league <clears throat> coach or does she just carry a bat with her everywhere she goes? I got a bat next to my bed, and it's not to take batting practice. Huh? Hi, yeah. huh? That's my gun right there, except for my gun, which is my gun as well. <laughs> wow. Hi, yeah. He's That's beautiful. I, uh, I'm glad that story turned out that way. The question, of course, is... Um, was that a crime that the local television station had to cover? Or did they air that purely because they found her hilarious? To be a colorful hick. Right. Hi-ya! Right. And um, I think it's the latter. I, I hope I'm that vigorous when I uh, approach her age. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I think the news hook is pretty good. 
Old woman beats fat man in his underwear with yeah. a bow. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd read the second paragraph of that story. Sure. It's, uh, you know, oldster uh, comes up against big criminal, beats him down, and a life affirming. He, he, he was in his draws. So that's a, an ad. Well, okay, that we're talking about legitimate news value. I guess his, his underpants aren't that, you know. She didn't Notable. decide to finish him off when he was on the ground, though, Al Capone style. Oh, Lord. No, no. She's a, she's a Christian woman, Jack. He's <laughs> As far as I know. Papaya. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's stronger uh, news value than, for instance, a geo-tracker that <laughs> runs into a beehive. Another Armstrong and Getty classic. <laughs> it's hard to justify that one being on the news. Well, and, and a boy, Bigfoot sighting is completely unjustifiable, as it's obviously not true, but that's brought us some of uh, our favorite uh, colorful hicks of all time. Kapuya! Kapuya! Paya! Now, now, who is the Kapuya woman uh, beating down? I don't recall. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I don't recall either. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Dryos? <laughs> he was in his drows. Drows? Drows. I took that bed and hit him upside a paya. He said, oh, if he better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here, because I'm going paya. <laughs> in his drows. Drows. <laughs> The woman lives in a state that is, is, is lousy with alligators. How do we You've feel? You've got to be tough. <laughs> Floridians know what I'm talking about. How do we feel about local news pointing out the weight of the uh, the would-be uh, thief? I mean, he hasn't had a fair trial yet. He could have merely been mistaken to what car he was getting into. Uh, <laughs> why do you need to bring his weight into it? Wow. He's so 300 about pounds. The fat shaming. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's turned to crime, all the fat shaming. <laughs> Right. I think that is notable to that she was fighting quite a bit outside of her weight class. Right. Well, yeah. I don't know. She might be 400 pounds. I haven't seen the video. That's true. She's, I'm picturing a slight older woman. What are you, the ombudsman? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a news guy, I get on the scene. First thing I do, everybody up on the scale. I need to know the weights of all the participants. <laughs> the 145-pound homeowner says, uh, Paya, Paya, huh? Paya! <laughs> this 163-pound man says he saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. Oh, doesn't that lift one's mood? <laughs> so, <laughs> On this Halloween. Oh, that's right, I keep forgetting it's Halloween. Uh, my kids are very excited about that. But So, yeah, we'll be doing that, that whole thing the, late this afternoon, this evening. Cool. That's excellent. Everybody enjoy yourself. Slow down. Kids are out, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, taking the floor as we speak to stand up for all that is good and righteous. Did he bring his half a wit with him? <laughs> oh, geez. That's not helpful. I could stand. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would prefer if the great defender of the politics I hold dear had a bit more on the ball than old Kevin. He's going to be the Speaker of the House. The Republicans take it back. Oh, good. <clears throat> Super. So have a little respect. Um, that's that's what I have. Do, does anybody, a little, does very. Any, does anybody understand how this works today? Does everybody get to speak, or nobody asked Scott, me to no. speak? So <laughs> nobody. Well, that, well, that would go on for weeks, wouldn't it? I don't know how they. Just, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Neither do they. And yeah, to a certain extent, they don't. Sure, everybody's faking it, just trying to get public opinion on their side and then feel their way. And 
and then get rid of the president because they don't like the Ukraine call. Have you heard anything substantive about anything other than Ukraine? No. Being part of the articles no, of no. impeachment or if they ever get there. Well, that's that's my argument for it's the same crowd that was telling me about Mueller because I was told during the whole investigation that there were clear <laughs> crimes here. They're as plain as any. You're an idiot if you can't see the crimes. Yeah. And then when the Mueller report came out, it was there are 10 clearly documented examples of obstruction of justice. Right. Well, none of them are so clearly documented, of course, uh, that they're being even discussed. Right. As part of the articles of impeachment. So that's the reason I'm I got to just wait and see what's going to come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. So the Delta Force dog has become the most famous dog in the world and the most popular meme in the world. There's a picture of the naked Congress lady brushing his hair. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, boy. Is that the actual dog? I think it is. Or is that just a German shepherd? No, it's a Malinois. What's uh, a Malinois? uh, That's him. Slightly smaller German Shepherd, but has a lot of the same traits. Yeah, we talked about that for a while yesterday. Um, or it was when you weren't here. Um, it, yeah, it's a it's a dog bred almost exclusively in Europe. It's an extremely smart, energetic um, dog that police uh, forces and soldiers use. Is that going to become an incredibly popular dog in America? Oh, it now? shouldn't. We talked about that too. Don't buy one. Do not buy one. That's not going to make any difference to people. Uh-uh, don't. <laughs> 